Did you just say someone who knows football and lions in the same sentence? Didn't like the skin I was in. We're gonna bitch and shit all over everybody. I am tasting the number. What does it taste like? It tastes like blue. Dave wanted to put you two on the rankings and mark one. Uh, even though you're number one in the league. Out. How is he gonna do uh, that? I told you once, and I'll tell you again. Bobby D ain't going out like a bitch. For this week, I knew I was gonna lose. I, I don't know how. I just had that feeling. Our horses are well fed this week and ready to run. What's up, Hot Dog Nation? It's your boy, Torzy, aka Mr. Unlimited. Can you so, hear me? So yeah, we can hear you. So, All right, so guys, he, I, my connection wasn't good. I I pulled up to the carpet liquidators and joined the back. What's up, hot dog fans? This is your dude Duong, talking from Thailand. I'm speaking to you in the future. At the end of the league, when I win, I'm gonna take a small bottle of champagne and spread my ass. Welcome back, Hawk Doggers. This is the Hawk Dog Report. I am your host, owner of Judge Judy, David Grant, with my co-host, owner of Bipolar Tendencies, Mr. Walker Tassin. We're back. We're back, back, baby. Our super producer, owner of Super China Buffet, number one, Chang. The first Super China Buffet. (laughs) the, The one and only. All right, fellas, um, look, we're going to start today with a segment, a new segment, the brand new um, addition to the Hawk Dog Report. So many ways now to be checked out, devices, prestige TV, just so many ways to, to exit, to check out of our lives. So let's check in. Uh, I want you to step into my office. Walker, I think we want you to come in first and take session here. Walker, on a scale of one to ten, one being completely in the dumps, no hope, hopelessness, and 10, you're on your way to a championship. Where would you put your team right now? Six is what pops in there right off the bat. Yeah, I want to say five, but uh, a lot of potential showed week one and uh, week two, I, uh, I show what, I, what I'm not capable of. So I'm gonna go six, a little optimistic edge to it. Thank you. First of all, thank you for for, for picking a number and thank you for the explanation. Thank you for being honest. Um, Walker, <laughs> I have one more question for you. What are we going to need yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to take your six from a six to an eight? What would need to, what would you need to see this weekend? Oh, 135 and me uh, not leaving a lot of points on my bench. Actually, you know what? I'm going to keep it. It's simpler than that. I just got to, my team needs to find the end zone this week. Yeah, it, it's That'll that bring simple. You, you, you need to feel. Yep. You need to get the, get to the end zone, get TDs, leave guys, start guys that you need to start, and leave guys on the bench that need to be there. Moving on, that'll get you there. Stepping into my office. Obviously, we have a matchup this week, but I'm going to separate that from the moment. Um, where would you put your team on a scale of one to ten? Is it any surprise that I'm going to give myself a ten? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for the, the confidence to start right now. The confidence Feeling time. confident. So, so by picking a 10, you're putting yourself in numero uno, best chances to win a championship. Is that what you're telling like, me? Like, I look at my starting lineup, and I wouldn't 
trade it for any other team and I have no moves to make. Like I have no start sit conundrums. I just I know exactly what I'm rolling out there. Fully Easy. confident, no anxiety. It's fair. It's great to see. Well, you know, since you're out of ten, I'm not even gonna ask you what we need Yes, for the sake of the <laughs> exercise. What would you need to see to put to go from a ten to a twelve? <laughs> Crank this shit up to eleven. I, I definitely, it definitely would be a dub against you this week, and, and probably beating you by more than, because you're you're a formidable opponent. I think if I beat you by more than twenty five, I'm I'm feeling like I might not lose this year. I've already lost. Whoa! <laughs> I might not lose again. Whoa. <laughs> Mark this podcast. We're gonna have to return to this. <laughs> and with a twenty five point dub, you'll be from a ten to a twelve. All right, thanks, fellas, for checking in. Um, next, we're going to move on to another new theme of today. It's going to call be called One Take, One Observation. And I'm going to give you mine first. Um, let's talk about trades. You know, I think to myself, I've gotten a few trade offers, haven't made any yet. But I often think, is this person making a trade? Is this more of a reflection of them or a reflection of what they think of me as a GM? Um, let me give you a couple examples sends me a trade i imagine him in a dark alley under a dimly lit street lamp flicking a quarter in the air with a toothpick in his mouth um <laughs> he just has that wheeling and dealing kind of coolness i like even though i reject trades from him i like you know making trades whereas someone like cole just you know lacks all subtlety you know he's just it's almost like he offers me a trade and says hey idiot take this trade you know nobody wants you to make their the team worse he wants to make their team worse through a trade but, you know, the way he does it, he, I think he assumes I'm uh, operating with an IQ of between 60 and 70. Um, maybe, so, maybe, he'll, maybe, maybe he'll accept it on accident. Yes. <laughs> Good callback. Good callback. But the, the trade behavior, you know, people throwing trades, people, you know, the people's personalities, I love it. It's part of the reason I love this league. Um, and, you know, just to make another observation, we haven't seen the flood of trades happen yet. And so I'm, I'm interested to see when that's going to occur. But moving you, Walker, what's one take, one observation you have? One observation I got is Tor being 0-2. I think he's got a strong team. I, you know, over these last two weeks, Kamara hasn't gone off yet. I feel like he's just a ticking time bomb. He's about to explode. And uh, I hope he starts those two tight ends this week uh, with Waller <laughs> and Gronkowski. And he gets that spider two wide banana action <laughs> from, from John Gruden. He's going to get rolling think, here. Yep, good. And I think Bob has done the two tight end approach as well this year. Um, I don't know if that says your team, you have confidence or if you don't have much. I, I think it could be both. Um, Andrew, let's hear it, man. What's your one take, one observation? Uh, my one observation, it's probably my one take too, and the same thing Ooh. is that art is the new mark this year. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. Mark. <laughs> Is the new art this year? <laughs> Mark is the new Mark. I needed the second part of that because I didn't get the first one. Yeah, it's a new <laughs> art. It's true. It's very true. Um, all right, great observations, um, Walker. I'm going to need you with me on this one. We're going to play again a new segment. It's called fair or foul. So I'm going to throw some takes at you. Some of them are wild. Some of them are a little bit more measured. Some I think are just completely true. And you're going to give me fair or foul? Be a brief, brief 
you know, take on why you think it is, okay? Can, can you handle that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, right. yeah, I think so. Fair foul. Fair foul, Walker. <laughs> the reign of Stager is over. That's fair. I think that's fair. Oh, yes. Oh. He, uh, he's I been think, stabbed uh, in the back. The Kingslayer. The horses right? are famished. Yeah, he's, he's I don't I don't know what he's been doing all summer, man. Maybe maybe the dry I think the dry climate might have uh, impacted the hay production. He's got some starving <laughs> ponies right now. He needs to go to Moses Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um get some hay. I think maybe the kid in, is now involved although he's making more moves than anyone this year. Um I you know, moves moves but backward movement, right? Um and he's think, third worst in points four, too. Oof, yeah. He's got, so he's got some say, running back issues. Yes, yes. So you say fair. I, th- I say that's fair. Okay. Next one. The greatest trick the Lions ever told was convincing us he had genius tendencies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, as right, yeah, I'm going to say I'm gonna say fair. I'm going to say yes. that's fair. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not liking I, – I just don't like his squad this year. Too many Jets yeah. and uh, Fant three years in a row. I think, I think you know, he, he, he's be, he beat that one to death. Yeah, it's it's time to, to dismiss Piran, right? I think with the absence – Yeah, yeah of, a few of these. With the absence of lines, both physically and verbally, we created kind of a mythic fantasy character. And I, I, I think as soon as he changed his name, I think I lost the. I think that's when it turned to fair. I would have said foul if he still kept that moniker. But yes. he's Mister Fantastic now, and uh, he's looking a little ironic. You know a few things about a name change. Um, okay, <laughs> next, and I was, you know, this might sound familiar. It was said earlier in this podcast, but Art is this year's stake. Oh, that's fair. I'm, we're, we're, we're keeping them between the lines right now. Yeah, I like I like Art. I like <laughs> Art a lot. I can't believe I gave him Rondell Moore for Lazard either. What the hell? Yeah, and what's interesting is that if two guys – I wrote this down. If two guys draft in the same room together, can both teams be good? Because those guys were in the same room together were drafting, and they've taken very, very different paths. I know you were not watching on video, but they were together, I think, at Art's house. And uh, both guys are going different ways. I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think Art's Art's going to stay in the fairground, and uh, Steger's going to just get more and more foul as the season goes. Yes, yes. All right, let's let's cap this off. Um, the final fair foul. Dave's team is a sheep in wolf's clothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got a lot of you got a lot of potential on your team, don't you? Uh, I, I tell you, man, I'm just I'm, I'm going all fair. We're going all fair here today. Yeah. You're a fair man. I, I, I don't know. You may not be looking at my team, but aside from Kyler Murray, would you trade for any of my players? Uh, yeah, I like to. Well, no. <laughs> scary terry's pretty good sir. that terry's good but i i don't I, I wouldn't trade it in mine when you read through my team do you think playoffs uh, yeah so yeah i mean i i do you know but i don't see contender you know what i mean contender um yeah. all right perfect guy 
just roll right into it. Um, we're going to finish today's show with, obviously, the power rankings. We're not going to make any drastic change, but um, we're going to keep it where it is. We don't have enough data yet to make little subtle changes. Um, obviously, you know, we have a clear number one. So um, without further ado, here are this week's Top Dog Power Rankings. Number one, cooking. I love CNR here. I love Lockett. I love Thielen. I mean, he's just a red zone machine. And uh, you know what? Uh, this island of misfit toys might uh, might be might be singing a championship tune down the road here. Yeah, he's up twenty points above everyone else in points for the Rondale Moore pickup was huge. He did that before he got that you know hot game this week. And anytime you like put a bet in on someone like that, and then they have a big game, you know. Like, you know, it's like fantasy minority report. You're seeing it before it happens. Um, all right. Well, you know, Art, the clear number one, I'm sure he feels good about that. Let's move on to number two. In at number two, the Dementors. We call it the Taliban song. Snap your fingers, come on. Check it out. I'm just a middle-aged, Middle Eastern camel herding man. I got a little two-bedroom cave here in North Afghanistan. Things used to be real nice and they got out of hand since they moved in. They call themselves the Taliban. Taliban, the Taliban baby. Oh, yeah. Prison Mike is coming in hot. You know, I mean, it's it's <laughs> tough not to put Bob at number one, man. It's but he's Debo in the league right now. He is, and he's too tight ending the league. At least last week he was. But yeah, I mean, just a real like going going back to it, a really good draft, and I, and I'll just like highlight that Debo Samuel. He's clearly the number one receiver. That was a huge pickup. God, yeah, it was. Number was one awesome. and number two teams playing this week. Huge matchup. All right, Bob. I'm sure you love being number two. Um, if you didn't have a hard on already, you have one now. Um, let's go into number three. Rankings. Judge Judy. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. 
engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone The imposters, nah <laughs> These guys, You get, uh, I mean, you're, you're just exactly where, where you're going to be I think uh, you're a top six team you know what I mean? I don't know where you're going to finish up there, but I, I think you're going to be in the top six. I, I, I think I just went too deep cut fantasy podcast tr- picks. You know, I listened to like four hours of fantasy <laughs> podcast before I went to Fucking Drew's. show off. Well, no, I, I don't think like sometimes you got to go with your gut, man. And I just I look at my team and, and similar to years previous, I read through it and I fall asleep. Um, yeah, <laughs> injuries. Gibson might be out. Higgins might be out. Johnson looked like he really hurt his knee last game, and I'm running into a juggernaut right now. So um, hopefully, I you got some high opportunity team. guys, though. So yeah. I think that's why you'll be all right. Your guys you guys are good long, long term guys. Like you, yeah. you hold on to these guys over the course of a whole. You could, you could just not set your lineup for the next five weeks, and you'd probably go like three and two at worst. Yeah. But Will Fuller is this his first game starting this week too? Yeah. Steroid cream on his legs. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, d- d- judge. I need Jerry Judy back. Um, and Drew's right. I don't have that anxiety of who do I start. I know exactly who I start. There's comfort there. Um, but moving on, let's go into number four. Coming in at number four, in the power rankings. Coup and the gang. Get down. This guy's really turned into Mr. Consistent after having uh, a couple of rough starts the last couple of years. He's just, man, he's just really battled. He, he's he's kind of like that uh, undrafted free agent. Like He's like a Dougie Fresh of the league, you know? <laughs> Working his yeah, way he, into the starting lineup up here. He came into the league the in, in really kind of um, not the best circumstances. Barkley, he's kind of ridden himself with the stink of, of Saquon Barkley and um, – I, I got to admit, I think he's our most loyal listener. And I think he's, you know, most waiver wire observant person. Um, we got to reward him. I think Grady, once again, has a playoff team. Um, and he has a big, a big Thursday night matchup. Got Robbie Anderson going and Christian McCaffrey. Um, I love those Panthers, man. I love the defense. I love the entire squad, man. It's too bad Teddy yeah. Bridgewater ain't there still. Yeah, well, I like Darnold, even though he looks like a – a Lego fireman. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, cool in the gang. 
loyal listener, our number one listener, um, right there at number four. Probably won't. I can't see him leaving the top six before the playoffs. Um, I may say that about six other teams. Uh, all right, let's go into number five. Coming in number five, Super China Buffet, number one. Oh. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. Man, this is an all-you-can-eat buffet right here. I mean, yo, Drew's got... Drew's got plenty of guys to swing in there. I like all his guys on his bench. I like the Justin Fields pickup. Um, I think I think Drew's coming hard right now. And TJ Hawkinson looks like he's uh, yeah. going to crack that top three. Watching, I, I just got to imagine, like, watching. I'm, I remember watching Derrick Henry have a game like that, and it's just, like, intoxicating. It's like every time he touches the ball, it's just, like, you're drooling. Because you're also watching the Seahawks, but then you're also – I mean, that must have been amazing. My case was taking a nap and like he had woken up at the very like the fourth quarter of that game and he was like crying hysterically, but I was just like sitting there watching the game, ignoring I was ignoring him. Yeah, I was like, I'm not getting you up right now and having to deal with that shit. I'm gonna watch this. And he just like started (laughs) running and catching and running and like every play he touches the ball, dude. And like and he he wears down the other team and he starts running people over and it was just like uh I, I wish it wasn't the Seahawks. I really, I really do. But at the same time, I really did not give a shit if the Seahawks Dude, at lost half, that game. At halftime, that guy had five total yards. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm telling you, it was the last time we recorded. I was talking about how I was most excited about watching that version of Derrick Henry, and it was like, oh, it happened. Everything, everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> it was just, great. It, just watching that, I was just like, oh my god, that's 18 points in one play. Oh, there's 16. And it, you're right. Jesus. He just takes it down, and it's just like this. It's like a cocaine high. It's just stimulating yeah. and it's amazing. Just, I had so much invested in that game too, and he had to take all the touchdowns. <laughs> he took them yes. all. Yeah, like, you had every Titan except the one you needed. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of you, let's go into number six on the power rankings. Coming in number six, bipolar tendencies. I think, uh, I mean, apart from my tight end, I, I got start-sit issues. So I think I'm going to sit here in this spot until I can figure out who's going to – who starts and sits on a weekly basis here. Yeah. You really do. Uh, 
Jacobs. Well, Jacobs, Jacobs, Brown, and Gordon. Um, yeah, man, uh, your team is just recognizable names who, who can be like fantasy killers one week and then just completely fall off the wagon the next week. You really are just a big Julio Jones guy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, you know, uh, boomer bust, right? Is that is that <laughs> that's what my guys, that's what my guys are. Yeah, I boomer mean, bust you, guys. You idealize him, you know. You want him. You you have like, you look at his, you see him as his best self, and he consistently lets you down. Although he should have had a touchdown, it wouldn't have done much. To, should have been it's true. Like the one year I've had him, like I don't know, eight years ago or something, was the year he tore his ACL. <laughs> And he sat out for like led the league in 2013. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only other time I've had him on my team. I, I uh, want you to be good, but I I do enjoy your brand of fantasy sorrow. I think too. it's funny. I really yeah, do. Yeah. I, I think you just I think you turn it, you flip it into a funny, humorous. I don't know. I kind of like. I like how you own it too, and you you're unwilling to change, which is my favorite I, part about it. Too. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> at some point, I just gotta say, you know, like I. I I'm tired of feeling this way. You're in the contemplation stage of change, you know. Yeah. It, but like, well, like, like I guess my team didn't score any touchdowns. That's that's actually hard to do. Yeah. You know? yeah, right. This this one 15.8 game from Julio Jones just bought back all of Walker's <laughs> love for Julio for another four years. Oh, yeah. And and meanwhile, you got a touchdown taken back. Like it's like everything went wrong. He he brought you your favorite flowers and put on your favorite movie, and then the following week was a no show. Um, yeah. All right, bipolar tendencies. Uh, we'll see if you can rise in the rankings. Um, let's go into number seven on our power rankings. Miles High Club. God, man. I mean, he really stuck it to me this week. Uh, I mean, all his guys, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't really know what to think about him yet. I think he's kind of similar to me in, in that regard. But, uh, you know, fuck, man. His, if, if Aaron, I mean, the way the Packers played the other day, if they keep playing like that and Aaron Jones is the top five running back again, Luke Duke's going to be right back up there. That's the one guy, like, I saw Aaron Jones, like, sitting there, and I was like, ah, fuck him, he's done. And he just went right back to 2019. Oh, Aaron he was Jones. good for me last year, but he um, it was similar for Drew, really. It was Aaron Jones had, like, a 44. And, it, like, mm. if you were watching that game, it was just, like, parallel experiences. Uh, I think he's just really, really strong at uh, running back and good enough with, I think, Lamar. Um, Lamar's that's the key right there. there. Yeah, yeah was Lamar. Saying, he's QB number two you, right now. Don't you look at I, his team and just see upside all over the place? Like all yes. these guys mm-hmm. have—they're not even like Aaron Jones, yes, but all the other guys are not p- performing at the highest level that they could. Like Claypool and Najee Harris and Kittle. 
and Miles Sanders. Like, I still think I, I remember my my bold prediction was that Luke Duke's going to win the league. So I still think he's going to be at a top three with this team. Yeah, I spent all off season talking down or just making sure everybody knew that Lamar Jackson was the worst passing QB in the league. But apparently I didn't talk to Luke Duke enough because I wanted him so bad. <laughs> late, like I wanted to like drive down his value so like I could get him late, you know? But I didn't talk to Luke Duke enough. Yeah. Well done, Luke. Well done, Luke. Um, all right. Let's move on to number eight on our power rankings. Coming in number eight, C. Murda. Surprise! A surprise here, man. I and see Murda. He's he's kind of like uh, Art with this uh, Island of Misfit Toys outfit he's got going on. But see Murda's gonna be right in the playoff. Uh, oh man, Cooper, his guys. He's got all his guys back. Yeah, he's what he's he might be an a wide receiver like top five wide receiver this year. Every indication would tell you that it's going to happen. Um, DK hasn't popped yet, Brown, which is a good pick. Like. He, DK hasn't popped yet, so, like, rolling the d- dice on your guys, like, he just takes his guys, right? Like, he's hitting on, like, three or four of those this year. Yeah. You know? Cup, Metcalf, I guess maybe not Schuster, but Barkley, you, like, would it surprise you if Barkley was a top 10 running back at the end of the year? I, it wouldn't no, surprise me. Not at all. No. It wouldn't surprise me if Saquon Barkley, every game gets better and better and better to the point where next year he's the number one overall pick in all the fantasy drafts preseason ranking. Yeah, he's I got he, he's like waiting to pop. Um, I got to give him some credit for that. I know he hasn't got gotten a chance to like use him too much, but that Tony Pollard pick. I mean, I also because he stole him from me like a couple of picks before I was gonna take him, but that's that's such a savvy pick. I just didn't see that coming. Just completely thunderstruck, <laughs> Dave. Do you remember? Do you remember at the end of the draft when everybody's just trying to find a name to pick? Do you remember when Connor just is sitting over yeah. there, really quiet, and he looks up? He's like, "What's up with Peoples Jones?" <laughs> like, I don't know. Still on his team. I love it. Uh, yeah, just like that name, like the hyphen. We were talking about hyphens, the hyphen, right? Yeah, we thought it was a yeah. hilarious name. The um, Peoples Jones. I think Connor's like the team I root for the most. That's not my team. Um. He fills that role. So, Connor, he's not down in number 12. He has a big matchup versus the Tiger Fins. And speaking of the Tiger Fins, coming in at number nine, the Tiger Fins. Man, Cole, you know what? All these 0-2 teams have a lot in common because I don't think any of them are, are bad teams. I mean, uh, starting with Cole, I, I love his running backs. I love the production he's got out of Brandon Cooks and Godwin. And, uh, I mean, 
his quarterback's kind of an issue <laughs> all year, but uh, the rest of his team is pretty fucking solid. He he played me this week. I, I think I ended up scoring like a 117. He got – from his quarterback, defense, and kicker, I think he got a total of like 17. I just killed oh, the Miami start, yeah. Yeah, and then Jason Sanders <laughs> just isn't, isn't kicking field goals this year, I guess. Um, oh. But he has pits. Pits just <laughs> as the year goes on. And then Chubb is just a monster. He's like one of those guys who just wears the defense down. Uh, what if Danny Dimes is legit? Yeah, he is. He's a QB. He's a what what QB if he's right legit from a, from a fantasy perspective? Yeah, because he runs so much. Then the, Cole, all, more, all of a sudden Cole's team is top is a playoff team. They have more design runs or as many design runs for Daniel Jones as they do Jalen Hurts. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Like, did you see that coming out of the draft that he was going to be a, no. like a RPO assassin? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I did not know that that was a thing, like part of his skill set. No, nobody did. I remember picking him last year and then dropping him early. And then um, remember that game where he had like an 80 yard run and he fell down? Uh, he can yeah. get yeah. himself. <laughs> the turf, yeah, the turf monster got him. But, Sniper yeah, got him from upstairs. I, 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 my, my hunch is that he's cold starter going forward and, and you just can't trust Burrow on that offensive line. But he's 0 2. He needs to win badly. I think what we should do next week is check, did any playoff teams happen after 0-2? Because I think right now it's like make or break. Feels like it for some of these teams. Um, let's go on to number 10. Number 10, build the Waller. Said, we said it before in the fair or foul. I like this team a lot. I'm really surprised that they're 0-2. But, uh, you know, I mean, this team's going to ride on Alvin Kamara, and he just hasn't popped yet. So as soon as he pops, this team's going to go nuts. He's got the best roster for – he's got the best 0-2 roster. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Even the two though, tight ends he's got. He should have it's one. Com- yeah, Gronk and Waller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Kamara's like, turn to do a Derrick Henry, uh, Aaron Jones. He's going to do it this week. I mean, that's going to be all Tor needs. If you don't have a top five tight end, you have like just a random assortment of white players who get three catches in 35 yards. The precipitous <laughs> drop off the top five tight ends is just, it's crazy. And I, I, for some reason, every year I don't go for one of those guys. Um, it's, it, you know, he has Darren Waller, 19 targets, Darren Waller's first week. And some to just, analyze with fantasy is like production matters but i think the most important stat right now is usage rate and utilization 
that's kind of what you project out going forward is how many targets are, are guys getting how much it like you know how many routes are they running during the week you know during games that those two things those don't line up with production just yet but they will at the end of the year yeah i think that's that, that's kind of tough you know you don't get to look at snap rates but you get to look at target and carries and stuff like that and that's really something you can base your whole pick and pull and start and sit on you know yeah, Gronk, is, Gronk has four touchdowns already <laughs> we shouldn't be surprised man he's like no it's just nuts man he's just like <laughs> the greatest tight end of all time yeah yeah and he's I, heard, I heard an interview with him the other day on the Peyton and Eli thing he's like I don't even watch film. Like Tom watches so much film. I just go talk to him. Like, so what does this guy do? Like, what do I run here? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's that annoying kid in class that just finds the smart kid and he just sits yeah. there and yet he just Party. keeps on succeeding. Yeah, exactly. He just, exactly. Yeah. He becomes the class president. And there's like yeah. that smart kid that uh, He's like, I don't know what the defense is. Yeah. What are these what are these guys running? He gets the benefits of the kid who doesn't study for the test and gets A's, but he's yeah. not smart <laughs> enough to like warrant that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on from Build the Water. And surprisingly, at number 11, the Wild Stallions. The Starvin' Stallions. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love <laughs> I love his first uh, – I actually love his first three. You know, Holmes, Diggs, and DJ Moore, I love those guys. I just feel like the rest of them are just dropping off a cliff. And with Tony Pollard coming up, like, Ezekiel Elliott's one of those guys that's going to be projected a giant number every week until, <laughs> until, like, something terrible happens to it, like, until he gets hurt or something. You know, it's, it's like, awful to have him on your roster. Awful to have and, and having that be your first pick and what Tony Pollard's doing. I mean, yeah, Zeke will probably finish the year as a top 15 back, but taking him in the top five, um, that hurts you. I mean, he has, yeah, you know, he's starting James Conner, man. Times looks rough, yeah, it's hard out here. I mean, is there anybody picking up Cordell Patterson? James Conner's the most boring fantasy player. I mean, I, I, I. I try to come up with a more boring fantasy player than James Conner, right? Yeah, I'm so glad he's come back down to earth. I just, I just did not believe in him in Pittsburgh. He's always been in earth, on earth. Um, <laughs> this is just, this is, this is just fantasy. I mean, he's owing to. You really don't see much. It's not like he's getting a lot of points against them. He's right in the middle there. Um, look, he's playing uh, Grady this week. You know, this is – he's going to have to leave town. This is a loser leaves town game just for him, not Grady. Um, on his horse. 
you know? The use I think of so. Italians. <clears throat> um, it's, okay, well, let's, let's go right to the bottom, right to the bottom. A guy we don't have to see at the bottom very much this year, and he's probably not listening to this. Um, but at number 12, Mr. Fantastic. You know, I, I, now that I'm looking at his squad, I, he's just got a lot of guys that really haven't popped at the same time. I think he's actually pretty dangerous. Uh, Josh Allen really hasn't lived up to the hype so far, but it's only week two. He, he's going to pop. Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Corey Robinson, Corey Davis. I mean, I love his receivers. And Devin Singletary looks like he's going to be the man in Buffalo. I'd probably start him over Mike Williams, but that's a tough starter sit. Or maybe over Ronald Jones. He's got potential, but he's got some start sit issues. And uh, he's, he's got to find those genius tendencies again. Yeah, he, he can't afford any injuries. I mean, a lot of our teams can't afford any injuries, but he really can't. I don't. Yeah, think- you're right. He's pretty slim. Lions, if you're listening to this and you're okay, drop LaMichael P. Ryan and we'll know that everything's okay. Please, (laughs) just do it for us. I think it's hard to get a projection of a point two. you know? It's it's either you over the zero or a one or three or something, but point two, that's that's interesting. They're projecting him two yards. He's alive and he has a pulse, you know? Maybe they're projecting a catch for negative three yards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's the fourth running back on the Jets <laughs> it's amazing. okay great job. great job guys let's do it like we did last time power rankings are over bold prediction Walker I hope you understand the assignment this time um, one <laughs> bold prediction for this week my bold prediction is that Drew scores over 180 oh. my bold prediction is that Tor comes back. I don't even know who he's playing, but he's got to put up 135 plus. And when? Uh, no, just <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying he's going to score high. He's going to put up a high score. My bold right, prediction is that Lions is going to come from the back of the pack here and beat Walker, and Walker's going to slide way down the rankings. Oh, uh, am I playing Lions this week? Yeah, I'm. I have winless against Lions in two years of doing this. If that happens, he's going to go from bipolar tendencies to self-harm tendencies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. Good. All right, guys. Great podcast. We'll be back soon. We got some new segments and, and kind of new creative touch with the, with the Hot Talk Report coming soon. So stay tuned. Uh, but you fellas have a good week and uh, enjoy the matchup. Yes, sir. You too, man. Now let's go, Tor. Spider 2, Y, Banana. Let's rock. <laughs> all right, fellas. Peace out, guys. Peace.